Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. Hello, all the way over there in Orlando. I'm freshly back from Seattle. Yes, you are. And we are freshly back from a break, which we took the fourth. And, hmm? and freshly laundered. Yes. Um, well, no. My laundry is mostly dirty because it's all in the suitcase still. But I do oh, have some clean clothes. Um, but yeah. I hope you're wearing them. <laughs> we, were, um, we were on a break last week because of the 4th of July. We week. were on a break! And... It's like... <laughs> Yeah. It's like Ross. Um, and so, yeah. Basically, we took the week off. Seth surprised me by being down here in town, which was awesome. Or up here. He always corrects me either way. Um, yep. Although, really, if the world is flat, everything is on the same plane. Same plane. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm there. Um, yeah. I did not see the curve when I was up in the airplane. So Well, there you go. You know. It's, you know it's flat then. Exactly. Uh, and you definitely did not see Levi. <laughs> so, um, I, I really Shouts hope... Shouts out to Levi. I hope you, uh, hope you didn't miss us too much last week. Um, but we, we did enjoy the time off, and we hope you enjoyed that with your friends and family also. Uh, yep. It was fun. I still can't believe you did not... That, like how surprised you were that I was there. Yeah, I, I don't... I just assumed there would be something on campus that you were going to be doing, or BCM, like going to the beach with nope. them or something. And then when I pulled well, in and your your car was there, I was like, oh! And Marianne was like, oh, great. He's only going to want to hang out Seth the whole time. And <laughs> she was right. Uh, get over it, Marianne. You see him every day. <laughs> uh, but, no, she, she loves seeing you, too. There's been a couple times where we've been... Uh, and I mean, you know this, but we will go to, we'll be on the way to like go to Disney and she'll be like, well, do you just want to hang out with Seth today instead? And then we'll do that instead of go to Disney. So, (laughs) and that's completely unprompted. So I'm very lucky to have her and have her like you. I will say, I will say that you are, you're mostly right to expect me to, um, have 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 better options because the only reason I came was because you know there wasn't a no one else was doing anything around here. Really <laughs> well, I guess I could visit my family. Well, yeah, I mean it's, I mean it, it's it's a long drive. It's not. I mean it's not too long, but you know. Um. So let's. Well, we're gonna vaguely talk about what we played this week because. <clears throat> We're gonna keep it keep it vague though, only only slight hints well, about the things. Not, not like that, but we're gonna not talk about it too long just because I honestly have not had a ton of time to play video games because I have been between this work conference and holiday stuff, it was very difficult to get some gaming in. But mm-hmm. I did, and I have mainly been playing Hollow Knight still. I'm like 30 to 40 hours into this game, it feels like. <laughs> and I Dang. I have some impressions. It is now to the point where I have explored almost all of the map. I mm-hmm. still don't technically know how to 
move the game forward, I just kind of stumble upon things. Because there's no clear, like, mission structure. It's just right. go down and do stuff. And so now I've well, resorted. Yeah, that's, the, that's the classic Metroid setup. Also, I just looked, and your Switch, uh, my Switch says that you've played for 10 hours. Oh, that has to be a lie. I don't know. Like, you can ask Marianne. I've been playing, like, well, I played that game at least an hour every night while I was gone. And then I've been playing it more than that. I'm just, I'm just telling you what it says. Um, and so it's, I have explored so much and died very, very often. <laughs> it's, that was a bad way to say that. But really, this game is really good and it's challenging. And I wouldn't be too shocked to find out that you're hyper good at it because you're, you're much more naturally inclined to be able to memorize like enemy patterns and stuff a lot better than I can. Mm -hmm. So I would actually like to f see your opinions on the game or hear your opinions. Well, uh, here they go. Um, I have not played. Yeah. It, so, um, so when you do get it, uh, please let me know because I, I need to hear another person that I trust opinion on it. Um, I am getting to the point where I'm like finding stuff that I realized I should have found at the beginning of the game, mm -hmm. which is frustrating because I found like this one little area that I guess I hadn't explored before. And right. there's like three techniques I've learned from that area that would have helped me with a ton of bosses I fought. <laughs> mm. But I didn't have those abilities because I didn't. I wasn't thorough enough and I didn't have some of the other abilities to get to them. Shame. But you know, I'm still enjoying the game. I think I know what I need to do. There's like these three masks on the map. It's just really difficult to get to them. And so I imagine I have to go to them and like crack them in some way, but I'm nearing the end of this game, but small preview I am definitely going to put a lot of hours into Octopath Traveler this weekend so I can talk to you guys about that next week. Um, that game is a game I've been super excited for. Uh, and Yeah, it's, it seems to be ca causing a bit of a stir Yeah, in, on the internet. People, people love some, it or Some divided it. opinions. It's... It's very... I, I'm excited. From from all the stuff I've read, it's still, no matter what, seems like a game I'm going to enjoy. So... Right. I, I am, I'm just ready. I knew going into Xenoblade Chronicles 2 that there was a chance I wouldn't like it because I wasn't huge on the first one. Right. But with this one, it's basically... It seems like it's made for me. So I, I'm really excited there's a job system all the jobs has special abilities and their storylines like i'm all in so i'm picking that up tomorrow at lunchtime and i'm going to get to work on it tomorrow night really excited um cool but uh what uh what have you been playing seth well i suppose i have been playing mario tennis 
uh, just because you know it's in my switch and it's 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 something I can I can play a couple rounds on while I'm watching Netflix or something. Um, unfortunately, you refused to play me when I was in town, so I didn't get to uh, style on you, um, which I was very sad about. I mean, you uh, had styled on me literally two nights before and three right. or four nights before. Like, but that this was going to be in person with all of my family watching. <laughs> uh, but they already know you're going to beat me. Yeah, and I guess we put enough shame on you and on that bocce ball game that we didn't need to pile on top of it. Um, yep. <laughs> uh so yeah, that's There's no bitterness. It's been there weird. Uh, what? There's no bitterness there at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been sort of weird. I like I, I guess I've only I've only been playing a little. So that's not the only thing that I've played. Oh, uh, you probably are have some recollection of of me sending you a Snapchat of this, but I also in the past two weeks have. Um, replayed through uh both golden sun games on the game boy advance oh yeah i remember okay well that. i'm nine tenths of the way through the second one because i got i'm i'm at the end and i went and you know there there are the the late game dungeons with the, the super bosses in them um and so i was doing those before i went to the the final actual dungeon of the game and then I, but i was fighting i went up against i was fighting the hardest boss in the game and he got cre- and he creamed me uh so i set it down for a little bit cuz i didn't want to just go and, and grind out levels so i could beat him um but yeah i've been playing that uh it's been it's it, i don't i'm trying to think if if i have extolled the my praises of of golden sun on this podcast before um but it it's been really fun to play through. It is, of course, my two 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 favorite games, um, and I've I actually playing through them have sort of found a deeper appreciation for them, honestly. Okay. Um, because you know the every all the things that are great that I was that I knew about were still great. Like the the graphics are amazing and um. The story is fun and the music is incredible. Um, but I remember when I was playing through the first game, it it really like heightened my disappointment of of Dark Dawn on the three, oh, on the gosh, DS. Yeah, just yeah. because like there, I have a lot of issues with it. A, a lot of it has to do with like pacing and length. Um, but replaying through the originals, I think my my greatest disappointment is that, like the Golden Sun, it it has all this sort of backstory of you know of of ancient civilizations and stuff that you only that they they sort of only tease you with details about it, um, and the sort of the idea at the end of the second one is that. You know the the world enters this new golden age, and all these extinct civilizations and places should be able to come back. And then in Dark Dawn, you get into it, and you they don't really talk anything about the stuff that they teased in the original two, opting instead to rep- to just make up new stuff, which is not a bad thing. Um, but it is it's it just 
having replayed the first one, it's it's a thing that that leaves you unfulfilled because, like, it wouldn't. It's not bad for them to make new stuff up, but it didn't. It didn't have, I guess, that same kind of uh, intrigue that the the old stuff did. Right. Um. And playing through the second one, it's weird. Like, I had never really, I guess, not fully realized how drastically different of a game is it is from the from the first now one. did you port over um, your characters from the first one to the second one yeah of course okay. um so because the first one is mostly a linear story like there is some there's some instances of backtracking you can do and 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 like a few but it's only it's only like one part of the game where you can actually go back to a place you'd already been and unlock some new stuff. Um, but the second one, that's kind of what mo- uh, the, the kind of that's kind of the the mechanic of the whole game because you get to a certain point and you unlock a boat that you can sail around the world to and it becomes completely nonlinear. You can do all the stuff in whatever um order you want. And you get, you know, you get different utility techniques that you can go back, go to other places. And it, it really, it, it sort of has like the, um, not not fully, but it has like a kind of uh, a Metroidvania style um, approach to an open world RPG, right. um, which, is, which is pretty cool. Um, and it's not something that I was really cognizant of the first times I had, I had played through it. Um, so yeah, it's. That, that that's what I've been doing. I it just kind of what the reason I wanted to was because when uh, GDQ was still happening, and I remember watching some of the the retro games, and I and it just kind of made me really want to play some some kind of old game. And I and I and I, I pulled out Golden Sun. I've been been powering through it. It's still such a great game. Um, I really hope that Camelot gets off their butts and 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 makes a new one or remakes this one one of the things that i think would be cool because the 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 game the game boy games were are so reliant on the the sort of top-down 2d perspective and all their puzzles it would be really cool to see how they would how that stuff would change in a 3d environment and the 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 way the utility um abilities would 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 be would have to be different um but yeah so that's if 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 you're out there and you're listening and you value my opinion, you should go play Golden Sun because it is my favorite game ever. Um, it's definitely certainly, one of my favorite games. Certainly one of the best games on the Game Boy Advance, which had a bunch of good games. Um, and yeah, there we go. It's a great game. I'm really jealous you played through those. Um, I'm sure it wouldn't be too hard for me to get a hold of it to to do but yeah um yeah i love i love those games (sighs) i remember one of my favorite things was the like i can't remember the exact name of it but is the adept trial where like it's timed oh yeah the colossal from the first one yeah that's that always sticks in my memory yeah those those are were cool little things that that they had in 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 both of them um they were different but yeah they were cool that the way you used like you could set up you, you, you set up your your party members to to use their 
abilities to make the 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 thing easier for you to get through. Right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, um, what was I going to say? I I want to also, of course, I would be remiss to talk about Golden Sun without bringing up the uh, the best story ever about just one of the one of the the many reasons I love the game. Um, so Golden Sun came out in in I don't know the second one I guess had to come out around two thousand four maybe um, I'm trying to remember but so I I got it when it was on the Game Boy Advance uh, and I played through it and I had it for a long time oh, it came out in two thousand two actually so I was wow. I was twelve years one old one year but after I, the first one yeah. I remember playing it on Game Boy Advance, um, you know, and I loved it back then. But at some point, I don't. This was a long time ago, so I don't recall what 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 the cause of this was. But eventually, I went and I traded the games into GameStop, um, you know, for credit for probably some dumb game that I didn't play as much. Um, so there, these are these two of my favorite games, and I no longer had them anymore. And then you know, years pass. Um, it had to be, I don't know, maybe around 2009, 2010, maybe. Um, there, I I was overcome with the the desire to play these games again on my DS, uh, and I remember going, um, I remember buying the first one and playing through it, and then I want, and then I beat the, the first game, and I came back to uh, play the second one, and I went to GameStop, and I. Bought the one that was in the case. It was used, and I remember bringing it home and playing on it, and seeing my old save file. Uh, because in the when I when I played through it, I had given all the characters these custom names, and so when you know when I got the, this new game, I went and and I went to look at at what all the other files were, and then I found this one that had all the same names as the characters that I had given them, and I and my mind was absolutely blown <laughs> that somehow. Like eight years later, I found the exact same cartridge that I originally bought, and I still I still have it to this day. It's one of my most most prized possessions. That's great. I think I think I remember you either. I think I remember when that happened, or you telling me about it shortly after. Um, yeah, it was because that was that was one of the bonding points of our friendship is when we both found out each other like Golden Sun. Um, yeah. And then we 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 uh we took those thing those stickers from Best Buy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so good. I wish I still had those. Um I, I wonder if I do somewhere up in my attic. Yeah. Up there is the asbestos. Yeah. <laughs> um But uh, so, good times. Yeah. Um But god dang it Camelot, give me a new one. It really it makes me happy to hear you say that <laughs> with such overwhelming praise when you just recently, um, I'm, I say recently, it was a couple months ago, you replayed through Kingdom Hearts, and that didn't hold up so well for you. So to hear that this held up well really made me want to go back and redo it, um, just because I yeah, know man, it would it's... kind of give me the same feeling it did before. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely still a great game, especially like after such a long such a long layoff and it's 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 kind of refreshing um especially in these like 
you know, we've talked about we talked about Octopath, and it seems like every new JRPG that comes out, you know, they especially ones that that lean heavily on um, retro nostalgia. They they never really can um, can live up to that standard. And I know that uh, the director of Octopath has said it's kind of like a a spiritual successor to Final Fantasy VI. Um, but Final Fantasy VI is like one of the greatest RPGs ever, and and you're really only setting yourself up for failure when you when you compare it to that. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 still a really good game, and I, you know, one hundred percent Suplex certified, top of the list for me. Yeah, that's that's in the the Suplex Hall of Fame, probably. Oh yeah. Um, one of the one of the, one of the games I have played the most, like the most times in my life. We should we should make up our own like gold label, like yeah. the twenty dollar games that you have to play, like. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. Um but so um with that we're going to go into the <coughs> nifty bits which I'm I'm actually excited cuz there's some cool news this week. Um even though it's it's still pretty light. News is is trickling lately, but there's still good stuff and we're finding it for you guys. Um we're trying to. <laughs> There was a leak today. This is video this is video game related news. Um mm. that the first Pokemon Funko Pop is going to be Pikachu and it's going to be a Target exclusive. Oh, Lord. Which means do we really need Pokemon Funko Pops? I agree with you. It looks terrible if you look up the image. And because it's a Target exclusive, you will not be able to get your hands on it. Target is notorious for like not stocking them well and like it's rough so yeah if you care this after it's weird like they the pokemon company announced that they are releasing plushies of all the 151 original pokemon what just go get one of those they're doing they're doing that yeah oh man i would much rather have plushies of the original 151 or like if you want a pikachu statue go buy the giant detective pikachu amiibo (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he might be a little too gruff for some people, but I don't know. I want that game to come think, out on Switch so bad, dang it. I want to play it. Uh, I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. It, Although you never know when that movie comes out, maybe they'll make like a an HD remaster. Yeah. Um, along with that Pokémon news, there was a new Pokémon trailer that came out um I think it was yesterday or today. And mm-hmm. uh, it had it showed off some of the gym battles, so it showed off that Brock and Misty are going to be in it, and it showed off the some more of the a little bit more of the battle system, which the battle system looks neat, and almost most importantly to me, the music in it is fantastic. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm listening to the music, and I'm just all I can think of is I really hope that Seth is as impressed with the music as I am because it was real good yeah it, it should be it, it should be really cool being able to hear all those old tracks kind of um re reimagined for like a, a true hd game right <laughs> though i will admit it was um when when sun and moon came out and at the end of the game you could fight red and it had sort of a 
And I guess in, in X and Y also, when you fought Mewtwo, um, they were like remixes of those original um, those original themes from the, the, the Game Boy games that also sampled the, the 8-bit sounds from the Game Boy games, which were, which were really cool. So I hope they, they, they are able to fit that in. I'm with you. I, I really, I'm just excited for this game. It looks so stupid good. The co-op looks fun. It just looks like a solid title. And I, I'm oh, yeah. excited to see what happens with it. Um, and I'm excited for that Pokeball controller. Oh, yeah. Did you pre-order it already? No, I have not. Uh, I pre-ordered the, the game controller combo. Yeah? Which one? Which one are you getting? Pikachu. Because, uh, yes. because Growlithe is only on the Pikachu one. Yeah, I saw that. Eevee gets I saw that. I was, I was a little disappointed at that, but, you know. Yeah, what are you gonna do? I I have to I have to go with Growlithe because the moment I saw it was in the previous trailer and in this one that you get to ride an Arcanine, I was yeah. sold. I'm like, yes, please, yeah. give me that. So, yep, it does look pretty cool. And I do love I I I don't know if I just missed the screenshots or if I wasn't paying enough attention to the trailers. Even if you have another Pokemon following you, you still have Eevee or Pikachu with you. They yeah. just ride on you, which is great. Yep. I, I didn't realize that before. Yeah, um, it's taking Ash's thing to a whole new level. Yeah, for real. So, so you've got one, Pika- one Pokemon out all the time? Well, here's two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then next thing... I wonder if there'll be an option to have your entire party walking around, walking out around you. Oh, that... <laughs> I don't know if their engine would support that. That would be crazy. Yeah, that'd, that'd be crazy. Um, so, yeah, it looks really neat. Um, and then kind of ending my, my level of the Switch news is that there was these weird rumors on Twitter. You might be able to speak to this more, Seth. Uh, that Mar- Mario Kart 8 Deluxe might get more content on the Switch? Yeah, so the um, the Nintendo's head of software development uh, was talking about uh, it was some kind of Q&A or just like a a prepared video um, that he said there, there will be further updates for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, so please look forward to it. Um, which is interesting because it kind of that's sort of been put to the wayside, um, and now they're talking about new stuff, which got people thinking, you know, new tracks, uh, new characters, which would be awesome. Um, I I feel like that it it makes sense for them to to approach it that that way because I don't imagine there's going to be a new Mario Kart on the system for a long time, if not if not ever. Um, like especially with how they good us- that one is, right? And they usually don't they they, they usually don't make more than one per, per console generation uh, with Nintendo, so it makes sense for them to sort of treat it as like a uh, I don't want to say like a, a, a games as a service type thing, but as as sort of you know the Mario Kart as a platform rather than um, one single game uh, and to keep adding onto it. Right. So yeah, I'm excited if they add add more more new tracks, um, more characters, more battle modes. Uh, but of course, you know it could be 
it could be something like insubstantial that they're just hyping us up for. But I, I imagine it'll be it'll be like new tracks, which would be cool. I mean, the the thing that would lead me to believe that is in one of the threads I saw, there is the stat, and I had heard this before, so this is, seems pretty credible. There's about for every one Switch, there is one copy of Mario Kart Eight Deluxe that has been purchased. Yeah, it's pretty much a hundred percent install rate. Yeah, uh, I think at one point it had a higher install rate than than like more people had Mario Kart Eight for Switch than people that had Switches. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, and that was early in the Switch's lifespan. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it it would also make sense like if they because they the, Nintendo has publicly said they've got they got pretty high expectations for the amount of consoles they want to sell. Um, so it makes sense if they, if they wanted, if they're going to do like bundles or something or try and, um, try and re like, like push it back out in, in, in advertisement stuff to have, have new, new things to offer. Yeah. And we got those directs coming up that could have anything. They're real wild cards and they, they keep teasing that stuff coming out this year. So yeah, real, real excited for that. Um, so because I've been on a real esports kick lately, um, something popped up on my newsfeed the other day that really interested me, and it's that ESPN, Disney, and ABC picked up a multi-year deal to broadcast the Overwatch League on TV and on their streaming services, which is really cool that it's actually getting like TV coverage, and so. I looked up what that kind of included, and they're going to be showing full matches on, like, the channels and on the streaming services, like I said. And then on ABC, they will have a recap show where they kind of go through the matches of the week, kind of like a sports center type thing, along with, like, a education piece to explain to people why this why what the professionals are doing matters like explaining the meta or explaining why the huh. characters are like educational pieces to sh- show people the skill behind what they're doing um so that's kind of neat that's, to me yeah the overwatch league is a very interesting thing to me because usually um for stuff like that this to get big um, I, I it probably helps that Overwatch is a a, a very watchable game, um, but right. it seems like for something like like an an esport league to get popular, they would first, you know, they would have to first put out a successful and popular product. But the Overwatch league has sort of not like they. They started out with with these owners paying like millions of dollars to buy into it, and and now they've got Disney buying the rights to it after you know just the the one season, and they they had these these stadiums built that people went and saw it just kind of out of nothing. Um, it's so it's it's really interesting the way that it's just kind of it pulled itself. They pulled themselves up by their own bootstraps and just created a a league, right. And that's that's what excites me because when you're watching something like League of Legends, um, like the the LCS, the NA LCS split, um, 
Sure, the commentators sometimes get into the strategy of why the players are doing stuff, but there's no point where there's a full recap of the match and they're like, this is why they are doing this. And so yeah. I think what'll make it more accessible to the general public is those education pieces where they're explaining the game so that, you know, people like Marianne can watch it and enjoy it and understand why someone is positioned where they're at. You know, because if you're watching football and you don't know why a quarterback is there and, you know, why wide receivers are where they're at, it's kind of confusing. <laughs> and so with video games, you've got to teach people why why certain strategies work and why they don't. And so I'm I'm interested yeah. to see how that works out and if it does open it up to a larger audience. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. Um cuz I mean you look at football uh basically had to do the same thing. Like we we are at a at a point where you know comp what what would have previously be seen as complex terminology is just commonplace in the discussion about about football today and that's because you know it's been gradually fed to us um and explained and and so now we it's just sort of become regular knowledge uh and so yeah i mean it it's an uphill battle for overwatch but that if that seems like it, it could be the key to um creating that kind of mainstream popularity and 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 really legitimizing esports as a as a as a real thing, I guess. Yeah. I mean it's a real thing now, but you know, people will be like, oh esports, that's not that's not a big deal. But, you know, uh something like this could could really um go a long way toward stopping that kind of talk. And Florida has a team. I believe yeah. it's the Florida Mayhem. The Florida Tuskers? No, no, no. Uh that's a really bad UFL whatever. That was old news. <laughs> uh, the Tuskers. Um uh and the only other thing I have for news is something that I complained about after E3 and it's like EA heard me and they were like we need to fix this for David. We heard him. And it was that the numbers and anthem looked really stupid. And so yeah. they said on Reddit that the numbers, the damage floats, you'll be able to change opacity, size, and even turn them off. And oh, nice. I am all about that. Because I will not turn them off, but the numbers in that demo were so big. <laughs> and they Yeah, they were very large. It was like I was watching a game as beautiful as like Mech Warrior or like like a like a mech game and the damage numbers were like they were from Borderlands. They didn't yeah. mix well. And they so they were very strange. It's so, out of place. It's so weird that that bothered me so much, but aesthetically it did not match. So I'm mm -hmm. that's one thing that when I saw that pop up, I was like, oh yeah. I'm actually more interested in this game now just because of that weird aesthetic allowance of me to change the numbers. Um, because it it really took me out of that demo. These giant mm -hmm. floating yellow numbers that were way too big and like got in the way of the action. So I I mean that I know it seems weird, but aesthetically it made me happy. Um 
So, well, good, good for you. I'm glad that you were ha- you were able to have that that moment. Yeah. So, uh, did you have any news, Seth? Yeah. So I have a, a few things. Uh, one of the first things there was a reportedly a, a leaked screenshot from Black Ops Four, uh, showing their um. What is their thing? The, the the countdown or whatever their their bat their battle royale mode. Um so yeah. this 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 screenshot purportedly shows how many players are gonna be available. Uh and the number that was on the screen was sixty. Okay. Rather than, you know I think we all expected it wasn't gonna be a full one hundred. Um and I guess it it, it mostly depends on the size of the map, but sixty is it's quite a quite a drop off, honestly. Um, I agree, but I'm sure it'll. We'll 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 see how see how it works out when it comes out. Um, there was a Warframe got announced uh, for Switch. Oh yeah, it's a yeah really popular um, free to play game. Uh, it's being handled. The port's being handled by Panic Button, who also did Doom and Wolfenstein and Rocket League for uh for Switch. And they have said they apparently have a, have a lot of other games that they are working on on bringing to Switch, which is cool. They're, they're basically a Nintendo developer now, just for ports. Which I yeah. mean, keep working, guys. Just bring everything. Yeah, I'm 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 down for it. Um, did you see this? So I I don't remember if it started as like a fake thing in a viral video or something, but Sega they are selling Sonic toasters. <laughs> No, so I did like, not see this. One, one side it it like burns in the Sonic the Hedgehog logo, and it regularly toasts the other side. Like I feel like I think it started out as a joke, and then people were like, "Oh, I'll buy that," and so they offered them up for sale. They're like thirty five dollars, and they're going to ship on October first. Um, but there, there's something else that I mean, I don't think I'll buy one, but I can't say it's something that I wouldn't buy. I mean, I. I'm very I'm I'm contemplating ordering one tomorrow if this is a thing. Like Yeah, that. it is it's a real thing, honestly. <laughs> Cuz that's cool. I'm I'm all in for that. Definitely. Uh yeah, uh Fortnite season 5 started today. Uh well, technically Thursday it started. Um and the map that is has been radically changed, which is pretty cool. Um so I might I'm thinking about hopping back in that it's also i it, it's a lot more convenient to play now it's on switch too oh yeah i always and get so, a round you know, or two in before bed now yeah because it's so easy uh what else do i got um did i tell you ever, ever tell you about the game chasm it was this uh this game that was on i think it was announced like five years ago and was on Kickstarter and had like a hundred updates, uh, and it had all these delays and stuff. But it's finally coming out this month. Oh, snap, uh, and I'm very, really? I'm very excited for it. Um, it looks like it's gonna be really good, so I hope it is. Um. Oh yeah, one other thing. Um, they, it, there is going to be a special event on July the twenty ninth where a new Digimon game is going to be revealed. What? And I am very stoked for it. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be an I think it's going to be a new Digimon story game. Um So yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. I and, hope it's for the Switch. I know it won't be, but 
Yeah, it'll probably be PS4 exclusive, like all of them are. Um, and finally, as much as I have always derided mobile game talk on this show, um, I saw today that they, in um, in conjunction with the Season 13 release later this year, there is going to be an Always Sunny in, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia mobile game <laughs> in which you are... And chart you you are Frank you, you play as the gang and Frank has found like a bunch of money and so you're the game is trying to launder it basically, um, and I I guess I assume it's coming out when the season when the new season launches, um, and I am very excited for that for some reason. You know what they should do is just use that money and put it into Patty's bucks. Yeah. <laughs> And that way, the money just keeps cycling through the bar. That's that's the way it goes. That makes sense. But you gotta you gotta take it out first, and and like you have to give the people the patties book so they come in first, and then they keep buying it. Exactly. It's like a self sustaining economy, <laughs> like at Dave and Buster's. Uh, um. So I did want to bring up uh, before we uh, do the the normal pitch and and sign off. Um, that Kentucky Route Zero, um, the fifth episode or the fifth act, is coming out this year, and of course, um, I the reason I remembered this is because the other day at work, my friend Joe, shout out to him, was telling me how great this game was and how really? he's been waiting because he beat he beat them all when they came out. Just like you, and how he's been yeah. waiting for years for the fifth yeah. act to come out. Honestly, and so he, like, to hear someone else talk so passionately about this game made me so excited. Um, it's an amazing game. I, even though it's not even a full game yet, that for me is a hundred percent suplex certified. I have not played the fourth episode yet. I've done the done through the first three. Um, I remember at one point I was going to play the fourth one, and then last year at E3 it was announced that there's going to be a TV edition uh, that's going to have all five and playable on console. Right. So I've been waiting. I've been waiting for that. I'm gonna to be able to play through the whole thing all, um, not in one sitting, but sort of you know all all consecutively. Uh, but of course, you know, there's been that was one of the things I was really hoping for during E3 was some mention of it from somewhere because i think the first time we heard of the home the tv edition was in uh the nintendo's direct last year yeah and so i was hoping i was hoping for something more but there was nothing there um so yeah that's 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 one i am if it ever comes out i i really am excited for it i remember when it showed up in the direct because i instantly got like four messages from you just like yeah i freaked out it's coming because it it's just one of those things that you don't necessarily expect to, to, you know, if something takes that long to come out, you kind of lose hope. So yeah, um, so yeah, I just I thought it'd be fun to mention to you that another person gave that's me that's so crazy. I have I've never is. never even like like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon known someone who known someone else who played that game. Yeah. Uh, but now I do, I guess. My it's a it's a great it's such a good game. Oh man, so good. Um, 
So yeah, so this is a little shorter of an episode, but I'm kind of jet lagged and I'm exhausted. Um and I'm I'm ready to call it a night and the news is light, so that's easy to do. Um so go ahead and share this with your friends and your loved ones and your enemies even. I know we say that mm-hmm. every week, but um even your friendly rivals as the Pokemon trailer puts it. Um yep. Uh, Share it with with someone named Aaron. Ooh, yeah, or Sam. I don't know. I just I thought of another name. Aaron was probably more of a pointed thing, but yeah. Share it with one those two names, and we'll find a way to make up something. We'll shout out your name next week on the podcast. Maybe uh, if you have proof that you shared it with those people. Um. And so, yeah, gonna need it, and and we're gonna need that proof in triplicate. Yeah, writing, facts, and email, uh, with screenshots. So, I'll find yeah. out how you can fax yeah. me because it's outdated technology. But oh, I thought you said F A C T S, and I was like, what? <laughs> and that's how outdated that technology is. Um, and so, yeah. So share, um, rate us on the podcatcher you used to listen to us. We still see that you guys are listening because we can see the stats, so we appreciate that. Those of you that went back to listen to old episodes because you missed us, I'm hoping that's what that was. We still appreciate that. Um, And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.